It's time again for the one show that takes a look at business from a different perspective. The Coaching Perspective with Master Certified Business Coach, Doug Gefeller. Hey, Doug. Hey, Paul. Glad to be with you here in studio today and with our wonderful guest. Well, look, I'm a Master Certified Coach by the International Coach Federation, and I've been coaching leaders and their teams for, I think it's 21 years now, helping them to clarify their objectives and reach their goals. And if you'd like to know more about my coaching services, just go to the website, thecoachingperspective.com. Well, let's get right into it. Our guest for today is Joy Castile. Joy is a single working mom turned author, life coach, and entrepreneur. After living the single mom lifestyle for 10 years, she's learned through the ups and downs what she wishes she'd known earlier. We've all been through that. She's passionate about sharing this knowledge with other women who now find themselves in a drastically different world and with a dating scene alien to what they remember from their past. Her mission is to empower newly singled women by, to live big, satisfying lives by providing the information they need to stay happy, healthy, and safe as they emerge into this new single world. With this goal, she's also founded NewlySingleWomenCommunity.com and we'll give you that address again, a place for women to access the information, resources, and support they need anytime from anywhere. Welcome to the Coaching Perspective Radio Show, Joy. Thank you so much, Doug. It's great to be here. Well, it is exciting to have you here. Joy and I met about six months ago at a uh, International Coach uh, Federation chapter meeting, and I said, hey, you should be on the radio show. And, of course, she said, no, no, <laughs> I'm just getting started. And uh, yep. I've been pushing her along the way, and she's been running fast, and here you are today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was very exciting to be invited to come on the show. And you're right. Initially, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I would how I would be on the show, but uh, very excited. And to your point, it has pushed me to really um, speed up my process of getting the word out and building out websites and, and uh, creating this community for women. And um, I'm so happy that you offered this up because <laughs> it really did speed up the process. And I'm excited to provide that to women. Well, you know, I'll, I'll share a, a trick with you. I was in the building business many years ago. And, you know, if you've been out to look at new homes, they always have a model complex. And do you know why they have a model complex? The reason they have it is if they didn't have a model complex and a grand opening, it would never get ready to open. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a deadline. And I think uh, Very true. I was fortunate to be able to provide somewhat of a deadline for you. Well, Thank look, you. tell us a little bit about yourself. What did you do before what you're doing now? Right. So, um as you mentioned, I mean, I've been a single mom for over 10 years. I am a marketing services sales rep um, in a full-time capacity. Um, so that has been the job that I've had. And I've worked from home uh, with the kids and traveled for client meetings and things like that. Uh, it's been a really great job. And I'm happy to have been able to have some flexibility while my kids grew up. Uh, when I first got divorced, they were both five and six, and now they are 17, and in two weeks, my youngest will be 16. So okay. they're 15 months apart, but they're getting older, and it's afforded me a little bit of time to take back to myself and really start to focus on what's important to me. And um, this all happened as it does in life, right? Everything happens uh, for a reason, and it came together very quickly. And I'm just really thrilled to be able to have the newly single woman community website up 
as you mentioned, the whole mission is to really share with women um, what that experience of being single is when you've been in a relationship for 20 years. I had been with my ex-husband for 20 years, came out of that uh, marriage and really was overwhelmed with everything that I really didn't know. Or um, I was very, I felt like I was very naive and there were things that I had to learn and uh, society was different, dating was different. You know, the whole advent of cell phones and social media had become very, very big. Online dating was very big. So the whole social scene was different. And coming out of a long-term relationship like that, you also have a breakdown of relationships outside of that. So friendships and couples that you you've hung out with for years, you know, a lot of that changes. And so you're left with this uh, place that you're trying to build out a new community, a new life, learn everything, still um, have your job and support your children if you have them. So there's a lot to cover. And uh, this, my mission really is to help those women to supply resources, information, support, and build a community for women to go to, um, to really make that a smoother process than it was for me. I don't want them to be in situations where um, they're in any capacity um, not protecting themselves, whether that be their own self and their own body or their home, their children, their finances. There's so much to really think about. And um, I just want to make sure that that's out there for them. Okay. Well, you know, and <clears throat> we uh, were talking before the show started and and we had a title for today's show, and, and we got, threw it out, and we're still searching for a title because you are so multidimensional. I don't know what tagline to put on you, okay? <laughs> and I say that as a compliment. Thank I mean, you. You have this book that you're working uh, on that will be out in January that you're going to tell us about. Uh, you, you do speaking engagements. You've got your website up to create an online community for resources and that for women. You still have your sales job that is... Uh, uh, bringing in the, the, the food on a daily basis. Yep. So it's like you're everywhere <laughs> <laughs> across the board here. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, so it is, it's been a long time coming, but uh, you know, the book will be out in January, the website's there so that people can pre-order and subscribe to, um, to the website and pre-order the book. And um, it, it's really exciting for me because I have always wanted to help this group of women, this sort of um, niche of women that are really my age and out there. And um, I just feel so empowered, and that's what I want to pass on to them. And so I'm really excited about well, being everywhere. She doesn't show. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that I'm more and more everywhere because I really want this to reach many, many women. And that was what you and I talked about a few minutes ago is that although I love life coaching and I love the, the help that we do to our, for our clients to really grow and live big. And that's why that's in my mission statement is to, I want women to live big lives. It's just that I want to reach more women than I can in a one-to-one -one coaching situation. So to your point, speaking engagements, and I plan, I'm planning on uh, putting together some workshops and groups that we can develop stronger community bonds, but help each other and empower each other. And, and it, we're going to come back and talk more about that. But, you know, one of the things that kind of fascinated me, well, a couple of things fascinated me. One, when I first met you, your passion for this new venture. You know, some people start a business because it's a way to make money. Mm. Of course, everybody has a business and hopes it makes money. But many people don't have the passion for what they're doing. And you're, you're really driven by the passion first, aren't you? 
I really am. That's yeah. what this and, came from. And and this passion to serve this, as you put it, this niche of women. Yeah, it's it's more than to serve. It's really to empower them. Yeah, I think that uh, as life coaching, we learn that our clients know inside them what they need. They know solutions. If they're exposed to the right information, they can come up with what's going to be best for them. And that's what I feel is empowerment, right? We provide the resources, we provide the information and the support for them to be empowered to do what's right for them. And that's really where my passion is. You know, there's a saying, I, I don't remember where I heard it, was if, all, if the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Mm, <laughs> okay? That's so true. And, and I'm that way about coaching, okay? I'm so involved in coaching that every situation I look at, oh, that's a great opportunity for coaching. But I was really intrigued that even though you're an accredited coach, and even though you're committed and love what coaching has taught you and the skills it offers you, it isn't just coaching that you want to do. Is that, do I, did I get that right? I think that's true. It's um, sort of a, it's a language to use, but it isn't the end being by itself. Absolutely. I think that coaching, uh, you know, is a one-on-one. -on -one. We're working with our clients, and I definitely want that connection with people. Um, but I think of it as almost serving uh, a group or creating a movement. Uh, I, I'm still, as I told you, this is a new venture for me. And the mission and the vision is all coming together. I think I shared with you a few moments ago an analogy that I really like. And if you oh, don't yeah, mind, please. I'll just yeah, repeat I like it that. here. But um, I had heard back, and, and I guess I do want to credit this to, I heard it on The Secret, which is, um, you know, a book in a sure. city that came out years ago. And one of the speakers used this analogy and said that life is like driving a car at in the dark. And you have your headlights on, and your headlights will only show you about 100 feet in front of you. And so you can see that 100 feet, and you can know that that's clear, but you don't see the 100 feet after that or the 100 feet after that. So life is like and this vision and this creation that I'm in right now is I'm in this first hundred feet and I have to trust that as I get through that hundred feet, the next hundred feet will show up and be okay. And that this vision will keep building and women will keep getting what they need and be more and more empowered. And by doing that, I really feel that this can be such a positive influence on the world in general, because women have so much to give and there's so much more power that we have now if we are empowered to use it correctly. And if women are happy, we can just do so much for the world to bring positivity. And I think it's just, there's a huge place for this. You know, one of the things um, that I wanted to ask you here is that you obviously went through some challenging times as you went through this transition yourself, which is why you want to help other people. Correct. What was it? What was your guiding principle that really you held on to that sort of kept your head screwed on straight and kept you going? That's a great question. And actually, I have a few. I actually have guiding principles that I wrote for our family that are on the refrigerator Whoa, still today. I, I believe it. in guiding principles and I believe that they help you make decisions like you mentioned as you go through life. I have a few, and um, one of them that my daughters now repeat to me, which I'm very proud about that, is you do what's right, not what's necessarily easy. 
And so there's a lot of things in life where you have to make a choice. And uh, is that to tell the truth versus lying? Is that to, you know, help someone in need uh, to stop and do something that's right when you're in a rush? There's things that we need as a guiding principle. And and you do what's right, not what's easy. Um, There's also, you know, I'm a big believer in honesty and um, just helping others. So there are guiding principles for me. I like to be able to look in the mirror at the end of the day and know that um, even if I made mistakes, that I did the things for the right reasons and that um, I sleep very well at night, which I know a lot of people nowadays have issues <laughs> sleeping. But if you can tell the truth and have your integrity around you, um, then you're going to help others more. And I think that's important. Well, and you know, you touched on another thing that's really been fascinating me recently. I've been doing some reading about uh, mindfulness and fixed mindsets, and it talks about the fact that that we are our culture sort of forces us into situations to avoid making mistakes, and yet the people who are able to make mistakes and learn from them are really almost always the happiest. Mm-hmm. Because they don't successful. carry it as a burden. Yeah. They look at it as, oh, I made a mistake. Look what I learned here. So and true. And go forward. Yeah, I've and read that- a lot of books and all, too, on that. You know, and, and, I mean, you look at Elon Musk and all these Bill Gates and everyone. And they took risks. And oh, they yeah. weren't afraid to fail. And, uh, you know, I had a life coach that once told me, you know, go for imperfect action. Give yourself mm-hmm. the ability to fail. I love it. I yeah. love it. So... So, okay, so if we fast forward, what's your life going to look like a few years down the road? What is it you're going to build? What's, what's the idea? Because you shared with me, and I'll tell you, I've heard, you, you've heard the term a BHAG, you know, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, but anyhow, um, your goal is big. It is. Um, You know, I do have this vision, and I think it's the passion behind it that's really driving it. And the vision is getting broader and broader as I complete things. Um, You know, I wanted to life coach and to help clients. And then it was, well, I need to write this book because I need to help more women. And then I I need to build the website so that I can bring all these resources together to give them a simple place to go to. So then that website reached out to more women. And really, overall, I mean, as I mentioned to you, I mean, I would love to bring together resources for women and do workshops around the world. I would love to create a community for women um, online and offline that allows women to feel more empowered. And um, I I don't know exactly what that'll look like in the next few years, but that's where I'm headed. And uh, my headlights will keep moving and keep clear (laughs) in that space for me. So. You know, uh, one thing Joy shared with me before we went on the air, and she said it was okay for me to mention it, is uh, her website just went live yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me an email. I've got my website up now, you know, because yep. I kept saying, now, how are people going to find you? I'll get the website up. Yep. And, um, but what I wanted to share was you said you already had how many subscribers in one day? I have 40. <laughs> yeah. I mean, t- 40 is a great start in Thank one you. day. 
to already have 40 subscribers on your website to your to your site to your blog thank you that's very much. amazing that's yeah wonderful. and considering that i didn't have any blog posts until yesterday either right i mean <laughs> i really didn't start out as a writer and um it's really like i said it's just that i want to get this message out and i want to help as many people and um in the way that we do that nowadays is to write and to communicate and to be online and provide those resources so that is a part of it and i will do what it takes to get the word out and to help see and besides the the mission besides the the purpose that you have in your business one of the things that fascinates me as a business person is the entrepreneurial skills that you've put to use i mean there's people listening out there that have been working on their websites for years and they're not up yet you know and you've created yours in a matter of weeks there's people that have been talking i'm guilty for years about doing a book and you started a couple of months ago, it's going to be done in a couple of months. You know, I mean, and we could go on and on with the, the issues that you have tackled that many of us look at and go, oh, this is going to be so hard. It's going to take so long. And you set these ridiculous <laughs> deadlines and got them done. Thank you. you yeah. Know? Uh, you know, I am very proud of that because it, it's it's every single day that I wake up and I tell my kids, you know, I feel like I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. And I do subscribe to imperfect action and making a difference because it's the action that's so important, right? Yeah. And I've also been very blessed and very, very fortunate that when I wanted to find someone to help me with my website, I did. And uh, her name is Ann Neen, and she's actually in Hungary and um, found her and she's multi-talented and really was able to spend time with me and my direction and her advice to build this website very quickly. It was a complete blessing. I'm very happy to have found a partner in her. And I could share stories with you. I won't name names of businesses, sophisticated, well-financed businesses that have talked about going offshore for help and are still talking <laughs> about it many, many months later. So. Well, look, uh, I want to get into your book and some of the, the details there, but let's take a commercial break first, and, uh, and then we'll be right back. And we're back with uh, Joy Castile, and she is telling us about her, uh, her new venture that she is starting, and uh, it is so exciting. But l let's focus a little bit. Tell us about your book. That, uh, thank you very much. You sent me a, uh, a table of contents uh, <laughs> and a sort of a sample. and. Yep. Uh, Let's share that with the audience. Sure, thank you. Um, so as you and I have talked about, um, it really stemmed from uh, as I started to do my life coaching and focusing on working with women clients, I started realizing that there was a lot of information that I really wanted to provide to women. So I, I started to write the book. And the book um, then became the website. But the book has a lot of information on um, bringing resources and content to women that are some of it is really um, information only women in that space would understand coming out of a relationship for many years and talking about like how things have changed in the dating scene and how grooming has changed and what we need to know about finances and as I mentioned to you one of one of my biggest struggles was how do I buy a car by myself it was such a stressful time for me because I really didn't know how to know if the car was in good shape or if they were you know giving me a good deal or what the situation was and so there's a lot of information out there. Um, the book talks about, you know, how to help make yourself happy, how to 
um, you know, bring that happiness through mindset change, through exercises, through activities. It talks about, you know, ways to find things that are going to be making you passionate, how to go out and meet new people, how to engage in new activities, how to even think about what it is now that you want your life to look like, right? And, and what do you want to engage in? What, what did you enjoy 20 years ago that you haven't done in a long time? And do you want to try that again? Do you want to get back to it? it? It brings that all to the front of the mind to allow that woman to explore what does she want her life to look like? And then it also takes it through um, things like with finances and um, legal trust, like living trust. Because if you've, if you've gone through a divorce, you typically have worked hard to come to an agreement with whoever you're um, splitting from. And you want to make sure that all that is now protected. So, um, and if you have children, you need to take that into consideration. So there's things around changing your beneficiaries. There's just guidance there on things that women need to understand and think about that they may not know until they get into that situation. And I'd rather have them be empowered to know going into the situation. So things like that and a lot of online dating and what society is like now um, and just fitness and health and, and diet. So if I've arrived from Mars, this is my how to live in this uh, century kind of uh, manual. It is. It's a guidebook. <laughs> That's exactly what it's called, the Newly Single Woman Guidebook. And it's really to stay uh, happy, healthy, and safe and what they need to know to do that and, um, and, and just to reengage in a smart way. And, and you know, I want to um, make a point here with, with your permission because we talked about it ahead of time. When we talk about marketing, we always pick a niche. We pick a prototype. It's the ideal family, the ideal person that we're going to sell our service to. But then we realize that our business is going to be appealing to people to the right and the left of, of that center line that we've defined. And, and you've been talking about the newly divorced. But at the same time, you shared with me the young people that uh, 20s that haven't even been married that are coming to you? Right. Yes. You know? So it is, um, you know, I initially had thought that my life coaching community, that my clients would be newly divorced women and actually not really newly divorced. That's why the book is called Newly Single. It's, um, there's a phase where you go through a breakup, whether it be a divorce or just any kind of long-term relationship. And for women, we tend to pull back into ourselves after a breakup. We, we have to regroup. And then we come out of that. And that's when we start to really want to re-engage and, and live life big. And we want to explore and we want excitement and we want to go out there. And that's really the phase that, um, you know, I'm speaking to. And you're right. That happens for women at all ages, anytime they're coming out of a relationship. And I've talked to many, many girls, I would say, you know, that are outside of my demographic that are in their 20s and 30s that have experienced, um, you know, some heartbreak. And they have taken time to regroup. And now they're saying, well, you know, how do I handle this? And even, you know, how they want to understand, you know, what happens and what to be safe when they go out to a bar or when they're going to a party. I mean, I always tell my, my daughter who's getting ready to go to college next year, when you go to a party, you take your own water bottle and you keep the top on it and you fill it up from the bathroom because 
there is so much out there with wow. with dating drugs mm-hmm. and and things like that and rape and i just you know you've got to think about it and it's not that you don't want to go out there and live life it's that you want to know the information to be empowered and be happy healthy and safe. you know and one of the things that uh, fascinated me about what you're doing is that my focus recently has been on uh, senior executives that are facing retirement or the sale of their business and going through a loss of identity that that thing that they devoted their whole life to is now gone and it's like who am i and and when you and i were talking the similarities between what you're talking about with women who are as you put it newly single Mm -hmm. and having to redefine who i am and how do i fit in and where is the same challenge in many ways that that senior executives go through when they find themselves now what am i going to do i'm healthy i'm bright i'm still can think i can find my way to the corner and back you know and <laughs> what am i going to do and who right. am i going to do it with it's a challenge it's, it's a real challenge there uh, is a lot of similarities there right it's yeah. just it's a totally it's it's a chance for transformation and it's this opportunity that we can either sit and dwell in this place where we don't do anything and where we don't make change or we can embrace it and say this is an opportunity for me to change my life and to live big and to do things I want to do and change my community and but how do I do that and that's where people struggle it's how do I do that and so I have this um, quote up at my house that says the first step in getting what you want is deciding what you want. (laughs) So, so many of us go through, right? And we don't even decide what it is that we really want or who we want in our lives or how we want that to look. And so I think there's a number of steps, but you're right. It's absolutely for anyone going through a major transition in their life, their similarities. Yeah, it it is absolutely the same. And and the, the issue for me in looking at this and in working with executives with it, the issue that I think is the biggest and the most challenging is the acknowledgement that you can't do it by yourself. Right. You can't read a self-help book, as good <laughs> as your book may be, you know. <laughs> well, and that's <laughs> and, why it's and not do it really all a self-help alone. book. And, and, yeah. and that's why I loved your website and your goal to build a community because it, it that is really what you need in these kinds of transitions is you need other people. Yeah, I agree. And, Absolutely. And so I love your, your goal to build a community of people. Uh, Sure, there's going to be resources and help, but I think a lot of the benefit is going to be just being part of a community. Well, thank you for that. You know? I think so, too. I mean, I find that uh, for myself, for my clients, for my friends, uh, we've even talked about when when people get out and engage with other people, it it naturally lifts your spirits. I mean, it is, it's, it's energizing to be with other people, to be talking, to hearing other perspectives, to seeing things. And um, if you can find a group that you're aligned with, that makes that energy even higher, right? Yeah. Um, but definitely, I think that we are meant to engage with others. And to your point, community is a way to do that. Well, and I don't know my own experience. I mean, now today is a typical day. I spent all morning on the phone with one meeting after another, some coaching, some not coaching meetings. So I wasn't sitting there alone. I mean, I was engaged, but I was really looking forward to leaving the house and coming and being at the radio station and talking to real live people and talking to a person across the way that, you know, I could see whether they were smiling or not. Thank you for smiling. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, I mean, I think that's very important, that getting out there and becoming part of a community. Yes, well, thank you. I've found that, too, because I've been a single mom, and I do work from home a lot of the time. I'm in the same boat as you. So um, I really have to find ways to go out and um, connect with people. And when I got divorced and I took the job to work from home, um, that isolated me even a little bit more, right? So I lost friends because there were couples and things like that that, you know, really aligned more with him or weren't comfortable having a a single woman around their family and their husband now because I was single. So there was a lot of... Very suspicious, shaky person. (laughs) Yes, definitely. You know, and there's a lot of difference. (laughs) There's just a lot of change. And so that, you're right. I had to find ways then to go out and build my community outside of working from home with my kids. So... Um, that's covered in the book too, is how do you go out and, and find people and identify those people that you want to be with? So, All right, let me shift gears on you a little bit. Um, let's talk about your new role as an author, not about what you're writing, but how you write. I mean, you set this quick deadline. You've never written a book before. No. Okay, you don't uh, consider yourself a writer. What are you doing? What's your routine? How are you generating print on the page? That's a great question, too. And it's fascinating to me that it's actually happening. Because to your point, I really had not thought of myself as a writer. Of course, I do now. But um, the the book really started, um, like I mentioned, when I was thinking about what is it that I, I want to share. And um, so I just started writing. It was one of those things that you hear people talk about all the time. I sat down and I just started writing. What is all the things that I would love to tell people that are in that position? And I started writing it and I started organizing it. And then I started struggling with how, how am I going to organize it? And once I hit on how I wanted to organize it, everything started coming together. And I started researching it and I started, you know, adding in resources. And I realized I didn't have to be an expert on every topic that I wanted to include because I could research it and I could put resources in there that would give them more information. So the book came together as a guidebook. So it's not a self-help book. It's not a novel. It's really a guidebook. There's specific topics with information on these topics and where to go to for more information. I cover most of it. So they, they have the ability to move forward with the information on those topics. But if they want more, I give them more resources. And so by allowing myself to say, okay, it's really a guidebook because that's what I want to do is help guide people. Um, for me, it took a little pressure off and I was able to go in and tackle the topics and do the research and, and write the book. So give me some of the nitty gritty. I mean, you're working for a living. You've got teenage kids at home. Somebody's got to get dinner, take care of the house. Where do you find the time to write? Do you set up a regular time? Do you not tell anybody about it? If you've got a secret muse that's <laughs> whispering in your ear? Um, no. So I, I have my children um, most of the week, and then they will be with their dad every other weekend and sometimes during the week. I find that um, I've tried to write a lot during the week, um, but it hasn't worked that well for me because I have my full-time job, and then I have the kids' sports, and I have dinner, and we have homework and things like that. And so there are things that get in the way and during the week. What I've really been doing is um, I devote my entire time when I'm not with my kids to doing the writing and the business. So 
Um, I've stepped back a little bit from being with my friends and socially while I'm trying to get these big pieces done. I've been focusing where I sit down uh, to write at 7 a.m. on a Saturday and don't go bed until midnight and focus on so writing big all chunks day. Big chunks of time work better for time you. have been working. Um, I took some time off over Thanksgiving to try and move things forward quickly. I need to be able to focus. And when I can focus, it tends to flow much better. And if my kids are there and I'm focusing on jumping back and forth between their homework and dinner and the dog and things like that, it's very hard for me to write. Writing doesn't lend itself no. to multitasking. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so here's another question. Um, are you showing this to anybody? Are you letting anybody look at it and give you any input? Because I started to write a book and I shared it with Paul. And he gave me his honest critique, and I stopped writing. <laughs> All right, Paul, you're not going to see my book. <laughs> um, no, actually, I haven't let anyone really see it yet. I've talked about the different topics to women and, and gotten feedback from them on, oh, my God, yeah, I wish I'd known that. Or, oh, you know what, I, I've, I've done some focus group work with um, some women that are in that situation and what they want to know or what they wish they had known and um, putting those things in. But as far as the writing itself, uh, I would say the closest thing to letting anyone see part of the book is some of the blog posts that I've been writing. They're on topics and things that I had started to research and put into the book and took in some, taken some experts, excerpts out and um, deposited those into the blog posts. So um, reworked them a little bit, but that's really the first foray into letting people see my writing is on the website. Well, I think there's, there's something to sort of protecting your creativity till you're ready to uh, expose it to the world there, really. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. So that's good. Uh, look, I've been asking you a lot of questions. So let me just take a break here. What is it that you want to share with the audience that we haven't gotten to yet? Oh, thank you. Um, I guess we've really covered a lot of topics. Um, I know that we've talked about the mission of empowering women, and we've talked about my book. I would like to say that, you know, as you talked about, where do I see this going? Um, I definitely am open for speaking engagements. I do want to get the word out, and I'd like to do that in um, in very powerful, positive environments for women. I am thinking about putting workshops together, and I'm thinking about putting um, bringing resources together. As I mentioned to you earlier, a large like flow of energy for women right now. So there are other resources that are already out there for women with finances and things like that. And part of the power of what I'm trying to do is bring it all together in the guidebook and in the website so that it's really easy for them. So I'm looking forward to engaging with some of those other experts and bringing things together for women um, and creating different seminars and, and workshops and um, really building this out. And I, I don't think it's limited to the United States. I think, you know, even in working with Anne in Hungary and friends that I have in Europe, it's, it's something that women need everywhere. And uh, so... It's exciting. And what I'd love to say to anyone that hears this is on my website, I am also asking for feedback and asking for comments. And I'm very open to getting messages from people. So if they do go to the website, um, I would love for them to send me any information on topics that they want to hear about or feedback on, you know, what they find valuable. Because that's really what's important is that there's value in what we're doing. Okay. So give them the website address again. NewlySingleWomanCommunity.com. That's a long one. It is. But it's easy words. And you know what? It, it became about because my book is titled Newly Single Woman. But when I went on the web 
uh, to look that up. There, It really was geared more toward in search engines around dating. And this is so much more than dating, and it's really more about the community. So by adding community to it, it really um, was more of a full statement of what I was trying to create. And I think... Um, was able to be, it'll be searched, it'll be more unique, even though it's long. We are thinking about also using the um, acronym, so yeah. uh, NSWC, and um, so that that's out there too. Okay, wonderful. So people can go to your website, I, uh, and they have a way to contact you there, your email address, or and they yeah. can sign up for your newsletter. Absolutely. Already yes. signed up, although Thank I don't you. fit your profile. <laughs> yeah, but I think it'll be very interesting for you. I mean, I think there's tips that women uh, and men can share, right? Mm. Um, uh, I've even talked to some life coaches that are working with men and how we could support them with building out a community. I mean, um, men over 40 is one of the biggest groups of suicide. And I think a lot of that is because men don't create community. So I'm not sure what we're going to do there. But Let's see. So we've told people how they can contact you www.newlysinglewomencommunity.com. Yes, or okay. joy at newlysinglewomencommunity.com is my email as well. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, look, Joy, I really appreciate you being on the show. Your energy is, I'm, I'm exhausted now. <laughs> <laughs> but your energy is really there. Uh, I think the community you're, you're building is something that is needed. I hadn't given it a lot of thought before you and I talked about it, frankly. Uh but it ties in so close to what I see uh, other segments of the population going through. I mean, we are uh, a society that is uh, changing the way we hold on to relationships. And Absolutely. that creates problems. Right. You know, whether it's work relationships or personal relationships. And, and because the world is changing so quickly, all of a sudden when you haven't been out in it, individually and you then are out in it by yourself it's like how do i deal with this where do i go right you know? and and just what do i need to know right yeah. to stay healthy happy and safe so well. absolutely well thank you so much for having me on uh it was a really great surprise and very exciting when you asked and uh certainly appreciate the fact that it allowed me to speed up my process to bring all this to fruition and uh really appreciate the coaching and the opportunity to be on the radio you know i don't know if i should tell you now but you make it sound as if we're done and uh you're gonna have to come back later next year to let us know how this has been going oh i absolutely okay. plan to yes so, uh, i would love to do that when Thank you can you. come back and share with us the second publishing of your book <laughs> or the third or the fourth yeah and the website well thank you very much for joining us tonight and welcome to the coaching perspective radio show community thank you so much well look if you're listening to our podcast then thank you for visiting our website thecoachingperspective.com be sure to check out our archives for other shows with uh, other great great guests uh, and topics and speaking of guests we're scheduling guests now so if you'd like to be on the show in January just drop me an email, Doug at thecoachingperspective.com, or you can go to the website and there's a place to sign up for the newsletter or say you'd like to talk about being on the radio show. Well, look, I hope you've enjoyed the show today as much as I have. Our goal, as always, is to have discussions that provide you with new ideas and information that you can put to use immediately to identify and achieve your goals. I'll be back with you again next week at our new time of 3 p.m. to wrap up 2017. Thank you very much.